around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like I it. can't even take head that long though, y'all. I'll be ready to fuck. Like I I can't take no head that whole time. You I need some penetration. Mm. So wait, what is uh, would you be down to have another kid with him then since he's nothing all in you? Yeah. You would? Okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Because it's quarantine yeah. and you know people, everybody's getting pregnant right now. Let me ask you this. You're a mom. <laughs> How long do you wait before you let someone meet your kids when you're dating? Uh, I, I'm really protective of my kids. I think he didn't meet my kids until we have been together for like 10 months. Okay. Like, yeah, I, year. and this is the only man, like you got, like my kids ain't even met their they daddy yet. So, you know, this is the only man who really have a relationship with my kids outside of my family or like my friends. Right. Um, I, I don't play that. I think, and that's another reason probably why we've been on and off for real, because again, my kids love him. So it's, it's hard to like take that away from my kids as well. And I never stand in a relationship if me and him ain't talking. Them kids ain't got nothing to do with it. Right. When you guys were off, did you date anybody else though? Like, were there some other guys that you were um, about getting serious? Just, I mean, this year is the only year that I dated other people while we was off. Um, any other time we was off, nah, a bitch was dumb. Like, I was just, I ain't even gonna say I was dumb. I was just, you know, com- I was content. Like, I knew he, w- he was living his life, having his fun. Like, you in the league, you young, you live your life, having your fun. I was more focused on my career. And I ain't really, I wasn't really impressed by shit that was going on out here neither. Coming from the strip club, like, it ain't nothing for me to get excited about with these niggas. Right. So what happened with um, the guys you were, there was nobody that you were that interested in this year? Yeah, I, I dated, um, I, I had a little fling this summer, this year. And? <laughs> How was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was a fling. That's what you said. Did it make you uh, yeah, it was different. It was it was different. Um, yeah, needless to say, I ended up back home. So <laughs> back home. <laughs> Did you tell him about yeah. it? Um, he about to know now. You know what was so crazy was I was single, <clears throat> but to him, I'm never single. That's like, how they always are. They yeah, because he's no not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time for real though, like where we was off, like, usually I'm the one, like, I leave, and I really don't be doing shit, but I leave because you fucking off, like, and you fucked off this time, but I left this time, and I didn't have no intentions on coming back for real, so I started, you know, mingling, and ended up fucking with somebody, and I never did that before, because I ain't had no intentions on fucking with nobody, you know, I was just, I was cool, but this time I'm like, I'm sick of your shit, man. I, like this it is four years of this same bullshit, bro. This is it. I'm tired. I'm finna go to fucking jail fucking with you. So um, <laughs> you know, I try to move on and it was cool. It was cool. But I think once he saw, like, oh, this bitch will really leave me for real, like, cause I never did it before. Mm-hmm. He was like applying the pressure with like getting me back and you know, just making changes and fixing shit. And I'm I ain't telling him. I'm letting him think I'm so motherfucking happy over here. I everything is just peaches and fucking cream. This nigga is treating me wonderful. And he wasn't doing nothing wrong to me, but I just seeing the same nigga shit. Like I ain't but I ain't gonna let you know that because I ain't finna let you know, nigga, you need to keep keep leveling your ass the fuck up because shit I ain't coming back to the same shit. But this nigga over here doing the same shit you was doing. I could stay my ass in the house. Right. <laughs> and then two weeks ago now, so are y'all on good terms right now? 
Yeah, I mean, that's my that's my nigga. Like, we friends. We friends before anything. So even if, you know, shit fucked up with us, I tell you, it's toxic. Like, we still gonna talk. Like, we still gonna... We could argue right now. We will probably be on Twitter taking all the subliminal shit to the next level and be on the phone <laughs> an hour later. So what happened? I think I'll be bored, though. I'll be bored. What happened? I'll be bored Girl from the room pop back up. He's still it's done been, been situations like that. Shit, I had the same bitch popping up for two years. It's done been situations like that, you know, but relationships. Yeah, they they was together. Yeah, it, it you know niggas do niggas. I mean, shit. But with I this just, girl, you actually had to talk with her and now she knows that you exist. So Yeah, we, we had plenty of talk. It was to it the point where we with her because she ain't owe you nothing, but now she know. So aside from him still fucking with her, she continued to fuck with him after y'all had a woman to woman talk that you're his woman. Like what happens then? She'll get her head. I on. don't I don't expect her not to talk to him after me and her have a woman to woman talk because still bitches don't owe me nothing. We gotta remember bitches out here ain't cut like you know, it ain't no cold out here. It ain't no, it ain't no, I'm going to respect that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't none of that no more. So I'm just expecting a bitch to be a bitch. Bitch going to do whatever a bitch want to do. She still don't owe me shit. I don't care if I told her that was my nigga. If the nigga got on the phone with her after I left and said, oh, that's my ex. She crazy. Whatever the case may be. Like, because you know, niggas are paying a picture. If she believes them, I can't be mad at her. Like, she don't owe me shit. She don't owe me shit. But I went to... When bitches start making the tables turn, you got to wear them same shoes you put me in. I don't want to hear no bitching. <laughs> what are we going to do, Renny? I want you to be in a real... <laughs> Non-toxic. I want him to straighten up. I don't think I need... I don't think I need it. I, don't, I think it's... I think it's cool. Like, I think... Like, it's fun for both of us. We both know we love each other. Like, it's entertaining. But we love each other. You know, it's... it's it keep me busy. Honestly, it give me a lot of material, so... It does, I'm sure. Oh, wait, so let's talk about this new album that's coming in. Cause Listen, life lessons are right? What is going to be on this? What is it, Real Bitch Radio? Real Bitch Radio. It's it's like it's like the I'm Every Woman of rap music. Like, yes, in, a, in an album. Like, because one thing about it, I don't, I'm very transparent. I don't hide nothing from nobody. I done got on here and told y'all this nigga just cheated on me two weeks ago. I done got on here and told y'all, you know, the sex bomb, whatever, because it's us. I'm very transparent. I'm a woman. I'm human. I'm emotional. I, I think I'm right all the time. Hell, I'm I'm wrong. All, you know, I, I go through everything. I done been up. I done been down. I done been kept by a nigga. I done kept a nigga. And that's what I'm going to talk. Like, this album is that. It's everything. It ain't just the... Chanel, this Gucci, that bitch, I got to bag my pussy good. Whatever. It ain't just that. Of course, I'm going to talk about that because them facts. But, you know, it's... <laughs> I'm going to talk about shit because it's real. At the end of the day, it's what You know, I've I done been broke before. Like, I, I have looked at a Chanel bag and, and wondered how much it cost and never knew because, shit, I, I ain't looking. I can't afford it. I done drove the beat-up Hondas and I done drove the biggest things is like i you know i i just want to have something on there that resonate with every woman mm -hmm. you know even with everything i got now i just i made the song solid bitch that was something i was really going through right then and I people look mm -hmm. you know from right. the outside and think like oh she pretty or you know the niggas love her they she can have anybody she want and think that because of that i'm happy or i don't got problems nah i want everybody to know i got problems 
I got the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, just like everybody else. And I want every song you put on on there to be able to speak to somebody. That's a great summary. I cannot yeah, wait. Yeah. So we have a Not date it. yet, or we just know early 2021? What's the... No, I, I, I'm looking before the end of January. Like I want to, I'm, I want to start first quarter out real strong, and I just want to set the tone. Like I want to set the tone. I'm really ready to just show what I can do. I feel like I've I've introduced myself to the rap game. I've introduced myself as an artist, but when you don't know what you're doing, and when you got a team who you know figuring shit out too, when you're going through shit in your personal life and you can't really focus on your craft, like all of that affect what you got going on. And that's why this project is gonna be so fucking bomb because I've taken all of that and I put it into that music. Like yeah. I don't miscarried. I don't you know all of this while trying to figure out who the fuck I am and where the fuck I'm going. Right. And I want to tell that story. Like even with we talking about a nigga right here who I, clearly ain't shit, you know, but he got a good heart. He a good nigga. I want people that, like, it's a, it's, a, it's a woman out there who in the same situation yeah. with a nigga, you know what I'm saying? millions of women out there. Very relatable. They don't understand why. And I kind of, I, I want y'all to understand why. I want y'all to know when, oh, she on Twitter talking shit about that nigga again. They going back and forth. I want y'all to understand why it's that deep. I want y'all to know, oh, she in the same boat like me. It's sentimental value. It's, it's time. It's, you know. When I'm talking about my money, bitch, yeah, I'm bragging about my motherfucking money because I, I done been broke before. I done been out here. I done lived at hotels before. I done had to figure out what the fuck me and my kids was going to eat. You know, I done been with the riches and niggas who ain't shit. Dick ain't shit. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? I done, we done done all this. Let's talk about it. Right. That it's, just hurt somebody's feelings. It dick ain't shit. It, 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 you know, it's yeah. is, are there going to be any features? Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's plenty of features. You going to share some? I... You know, I got, I might have another one with Kevin on there. Okay. Might have some with Lil Baby on there. You know, me and Key got a couple. I got a picture which one I want to put on there. Right now I'm working on like, I want females on it, but, you know, everybody be online kicking that, oh, girl power and we need to work together. And it's unity and we need, I'm, I'm happy for everybody. That shit be on the internet. Bitches really don't be trying to work for real. But I'll be on some organic shit. I, I've reached out to everybody. I've supported everybody. So whoever organically want to work, then we'll have some female, you know, features and collabs on there. But if it don't happen like that shit, I ain't pressing you no know, I saw all the women going back and forth. I was hating watching that on social media the other day. Watching all Yeah, but that just really show you for real like that shit that everybody get on the internet and say ain't what they really own. Mm-hmm. And I ain't talking about nobody in that argument. I'm talking about females in general. Everybody get on the internet and say, oh, we, you know, we got to keep doing what we're doing. It's looking good for females in rap right now, whatever, whatever. Y'all not genuinely meaning that because if y'all was, these niggas, even when they got beef, they know how to put that shit to the side and go get the bag. Right. You know, they know, they know how to handle the business. They know, they know how to be smart when it comes to marketing, when it comes to tapping into each other's fan bases, when it comes to just hell. Let me see you do it. Because these niggas been doing it to us, you know, like we gotta, we really gotta stick together. It ain't a lot of us. Right. They let the emotions get in between of what the business should be taken care of. And not that, even that. They let the fan. They yeah, let that's the what he it is. She say. Mm-hmm. They let the he say, she say really control the narrative. Fans be making beef. And instead of bitches getting online and being, you know, 
real and straight to the point, they let the shit linger and carry on. And that's how beasts be getting started. If you see your fan sitting here and you up under another bitch page, you know, talking crazy about her and you know it ain't like that or you don't have no issue with it, why not say, why not tell your fans, hey, yo, chill, I'm cool. Me and her cool. We ain't got no issues. Dead it right there. Yeah. Now, bitches don't do that because bitches want to be talked about. Bitches like all that messy shit. Mm-hmm. And they're also that like, you're right because the fans do start that all the time. I notice that they'll be like, oh, she's subbing this person. Yeah. And it's a lot of speculation. It, all the time. But I also Man, feel yeah, like- to- a lot of trauma, like a lot of these women have gone through a lot of stuff too. And I was, I was thinking about what everybody just been through when I was watching like all this beef going on, you know, Asian doll and young Miami. And I'm just thinking like they all just had some traumatic experiences, loss, loss. you know, happen yeah. in their lives too. And I think sometimes it just like those things also can fester up and Megan, like everybody just been through so much. Yeah. It's hard. And like, even for you, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff, like you said, that you've been through and then something might happen online and you just explode because it's triggering. Yeah. Sometimes it just be other things too. I feel like. Yeah, no, that's definitely, I think they got a big part, you know, of it too. But if bitches was really on that unity and shit, bitches would know what other girls got going on. Cause y'all really be having these relationships, not just this Instagram shit. Y'all really know what's going on with each other. Right. Because mm-hmm. y'all, y'all really would be tapping in. Y'all really would be, you know, extending one hand to each other. But bitches don't do that. I, firsthand, I know this firsthand. Bitches don't do that. Do you have anybody you consider a friend in this business? A woman, like another artist that you're like, that's my friend for real, though. Real life. Mm-mm. Damn. That's fair. She but is. I'm not mixy. Like, I'm not mixy. I And that might be a downfall of mine. Like, I don't. I don't like to be on the scene. I don't be at all the parties. I don't be, you know, here because I know such and such going to be here, whatever. Like, I like to sit in the house. And, and being a part of this industry, I know that's working against me. But the th- reasons for what we see on the internet, it's why I like to sit in the house. I like to stay the fuck out the way because, bitch, I fight for real. <laughs> <laughs> not, for, not, for, not for play play. Yeah, like, I'm not with it. I, but I, that's that mentality coming from where I'm from. Like, I'm about respect. I ain't going to disrespect you. Don't disrespect me. I ain't going to let nobody disrespect you and put my name on it and not say nothing about it. It's been plenty of times I like came in. My fan base might not be as big as everybody else's, but when they start in that shit, nah, I ain't got no issue with her. We cool. Like, that. that. That's what a real bitch going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we got to make sure we show you some support on lip service. And when the world opens back up, are you going to be doing some shows sometime soon for the album and everything? Hell yeah. We doing all, everything. Everything. We might got to do like a lip service live or something. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> I'm with that. That sounds fun. I'm with that. <laughs> and have a good time. But listen, you got some homework. Okay. We need you to um, take some comment about Swallow. Yeah. yeah. We need some swallows going on. on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just one. Yeah, just one. You got to one. Is the birthday coming up? You? I'm saying. No, his birthday passed. He's a Scorpio. That should tell y'all everything. Uh, my worst ever relationship <laughs> was a Scorpio man ever in life. Yeah, I should tell y'all everything y'all oh, need to know. I always say that Scorpio. Man, they're no, the biggest you. cheaters. No, thank you. I don't know. I might get real, real lit one night. Who knows? Because when when I'm lit, my white side come out. I'll be ready to try all kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know what you could do to get revenge if he do that to you again. Never mind. I ain't gonna say it. That's real foul. I, you just do it to somebody else and tell them about it. Oh, Andrew. No, that shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> that shit ain't gonna work. Man. I'm that playing shit. with you. Oh. 
that's kind of that's kind of trifling. She said, "Fuck the best friend." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always let them know you got that yeah. sauce too. But I wouldn't do that though. I wouldn't do that. It's just a song, you know. <laughs> that be my alter ego talking. You know, she like to talk her shit. I like I got a slick mouth. I like to punch a nigga in the gut. <laughs> that is something that we heard a guy's feelings. They hear that they like, damn it, you not playing fair at all. <laughs> Yo, cause even if I wouldn't do it, nigga, you stuck with that image in your head. Like, I bet not ever get out of line because this bitch said. <laughs> and if she going over there doing all that shit she do to me to him, I'ma kill this hoe. <laughs> well, Renny, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Keep us updated on when the album's coming out so we can make sure that we post support. And yeah, we had a really good time with you today. So we gotta do a part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I had so much fun talking to y'all. I'ma have more shit to talk about for real. My life is crazy. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we can. We can't I, wait for the next story. You know it's going to be another story. Right. <laughs> and like, I think yeah. I'm going to start doing story times on YouTube. Somebody you got to hear about this shit. Because you funny. <laughs> you know it's just story. Yeah. And you're so upfront and honest about it. That just makes it so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to tell the truth. I, I can't cap with nobody. <laughs> I can't cap with nobody. I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And have a great holiday. Happy New Year and all that good shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we Real Bitch Radio. Thank y'all so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you. We see you doing interviews with all these guys, so we were like, we got to step in. Right. Yeah, it's about time we got to chop it up with the girl. girls. And you know what? They be, trying to, they be trying to ask, you know, the same questions we talk about, but y'all ain't going to get the tea how I'm going to give it to the ladies. Like, no. For sure. <laughs> all right, Renny. Thank you so much. Lip service. Strip clubs. Lemon pepper wings. Ass shots, big voluptuous video vixens. Now, fellas, I know these are the things you think about when moving to Atlanta. So we're going to talk about the five types of chicks you'll find in Atlanta. Let's go. Number one, the ghetto Barbie. Now, I know you're thinking to yourself, ghetto Barbie? That doesn't make any sense. Well, you know what? A lot of things in Atlanta don't make sense. You can find this woman in the hood shopping at the body shop or the rainbow. She usually frequents the beauty supply store buying multicolored weed for her hair. Her only goals in life is to have your baby and eat cheese biscuits from Red Lobster. The second woman you'll run into is the bad and bougie chick. This woman dwells on the outskirts of Buckhead, Atlanta and is usually looking for a baller. You can find her at Lennox Mall blowing her rent money on shoes and clothes all the while sleeping on a blow-up mattress. This chick tends to party all the time and only cares about materialistic things and the way she looks. And number three, the good girl. You ever seen a unicorn? Me neither. You won't find one here. And number four, Miss Independent. Now the majority of women in Atlanta fit this category. They have a good job, they have their own car and a house. This type of woman always seems to be on the hunt for a man but for some reason can't really find one. And number five, the thought. Do you like to share? If so, this is the girl for you. She's very adventurous, she has a great personality, and she loves to eat out. Of course, all your homeboys can tell you about that. This girl sees more sausage than your local butcher. If you like catching herpes, definitely check her out. Do you have any experience dating the girls here in Atlanta? Let us know down in the comments below. And that's all I have for today. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, tag a friend. We'll see you next time. Peace. Welcome back, Notification Squad. What's up, family? What's up, CIA members? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I 
if you if you're a member of the notification squad when you come on when you get, come in give me a big thumbs up on like this video <laughs> also do me a favor i'm gonna start making a few people moderator especially when i do live streams like this fellas i'm gonna ask you that you watch the chat room for trolls um because i'm driving and i wanted to make a response video i want to get out more content and sitting there making a video about each different subject takes too much time but if y'all if y'all are good to roll with it like this this uncut and raw i'm good to make response videos and much more content this way uh, i only know that by the amount of people who like the video share the video comment on the video uh, also another favor last night's topic was kind of fire and it goes directly into today's topic. Why men simp? Why? I'm going to talk about why I simped. I'm going to tell you exactly why men simp. And it goes into a point I'm about to make. You know, as soon as a man starts to speak his truth or be a man, society just wants to shut that stuff down. I want to shut it down. We can't have that because men doing their thing it, it, when a man has his mindset to do his thing, that man can't be controlled. So we got to shut that man down, separate him, isolate him, and keep him in line so we can keep the wheels of society on and get world production. That's really what it comes down to. So uh, a, a super chat, somebody super chatted the question. This is a video for Sean G. He basically asked, Kev, can you go ahead and explain why guys continually simp for women and the dangers of simping? Okay, for people who don't know what simping is, it basically means being a fool for a woman, being a fool for a woman, uh, and putting her needs above yours to the detriment of yourself. Why guys do it? We do it because it's safe. We do it for a lot of reasons, but if you were born after 1970, you were raised in a world like I was where equal rights amendment, women were independent, all these other things. And a lot of people were raised by single parent households and women. We were taught to be nice guys, be respectful of one, open the door, all those things. You know, guys before knew how to do that stuff. They didn't have to be taught. They just learned it from their fathers and the family and the society and culture. Well, women taught their sons how to be men so obviously you got a generation of softer men and conversely a generation of harder women well when you leave your mama's house and go to school that's the first time a lot of guys were around boys then our boy tendencies started to pop up and manifest themselves you know so especially if you were like me an only child it was just me and my mom and around her sisters oh my god it's a wonder I didn't turn out to be gay and so I've heard a lot of people say that, but I don't, you know, that's a subject for a whole nother time. And you know, look, I'm a, con I'm conservative on some things. I'm liberal on some things, but I really, really do believe in men should be able to be men. And when we're out and when you're in high school, you have your friends. When you go to college, that's the first time a lot of guys get a chance to really be themselves. You, you join fraternities, you go party, no parents around, nobody to supervise. Guess when a lot of people had their most success in relationships with women? 
Why? Because you're among, you're around other guys. You're out in a group. When men are broke, we're, 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 we pile around. We, we have clubs and stuff. But look what happens after college. We all get domesticated. We leave college. We go to work in a company. Automatically, you're not around groups of men anymore. Even your fraternity brothers. Even your boys. You move to a city. You go work in a company that has a culture that is very much like our society. Then you get involved in a relationship. All of a sudden, you got a bunch of men walking around like neutered zombies. We remember, like caged lions, that's a better thing. If you look back and see, look in the zoo, there's nothing... Let's get right into it. How tall are you? I'm five four and three fourths. Your size? Um, I'm a small. I'm probably a, maybe a one two. Okay. And if you ranked yourself, honestly, if you ranked yourself on a scale of one to ten, what would ten. you? Yeah. Let's get back to reality. No, I'm in reality. No, no, you're not in reality. I'm you're in reality. You're not in reality. If you're gonna be a ten, we can end this. Because that's not reality. You're not a supermodel. So what are you? What are you? Back you're not okay, man. Check your attitude. Check your attitude. This whole this. Let me just go ahead and say this. This bullshit that's running around with black women. They call yourself a ten. Never say you don't. That is some of the most destructive psychobabble that's going around. Black women, you need to to be more humble. And you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. That's not humility. Well, for one. I know that I was made in God's image, and He God he knows made He's me. not perfect, ma'am. Right. So everybody's a. 10. I'm not gonna so get all, up here and call myself a four or a two because I'm I, definitely okay. But okay, well let me. Cause, well, since, if you're gonna tell me you're a ten, you're yeah. a ten. I'm a Christian then, woman. I'm no, 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 no. I said physically. You can be a Christian woman, but this. Yeah, physically, I'm beautiful. You're physically a ten. Then what? Then what is Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Rihanna? What are they? Whatever they consider themselves to be. See, see, this is that bullshit, John. This is when I start to get upset because you say you, you ladies say you want help, but then when you start getting into it, your ego gets into it. Put your dick up. It's not honestly, Kevin. This is I bullshit. See. You're you not a go, team. You can go to my Instagram now and you see that. You're how not I carry a team. Okay, you can. I don't care how you call yourself. A ten is supermodel looks. Okay. Are you I'm that? Far from, I'm far from ugly, honey. I didn't say that. <laughs> so you I'm made this combative, ma'am. If you really want to say you're a teen, that's fine. But show me no. what the show me what the model contracts are. I don't want to be a model. I, I didn't ask, ask you whether you want to be a model or not. Today. Somebody asked me today. But you're not. You but ma'am, you're not a. But you're not. But you're not that. Come on. Okay. Well, you said show me where the model contracts. Somebody asked me today. Oh, okay. Do you model? Let's I try no. this. Let's try this again. Where would you honestly rank yourself? I just told you. A 10? Yeah. No. Maybe to you I'm not, but beauty's in the eye. No, no, no. So you're a 10? Yeah. Okay. So are there any women that are higher? Are you saying I'm not a 10? Tell me why I'm not a 10. No, 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 no. I'm asking you. No, no, no. I'm asking you. Tell me why I'm not a 10. No, no. You're not questioning. So you're on my... You're on my... So you mean to tell me that there are no women that are more attractive than you? What I'm asking, it's hard. If you're a 10, that means you're at the top. It's like I'm not. I, if I'm you're not, a 10, that means you're at the top. If I'm a 10, an I'm a not, plus, a 100 on a test is as high. I want no, 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 
No woman. Back it down. No, I'm, I'm telling you. Back it down. A 100 on a test is as high as you can go. It's a perfect grade. You're saying you're a 10, a 100 on the test. Are you saying that there's nobody who scores higher than you on looks? You're in the, you're in the top percentile. Worldwide. Possibly. Possibly, honestly, but it doesn't matter to me. No other woman I'm intimidated by, not one. You can, I'm not. Maybe by the world standards, I'm not because I'm darker. You know, I don't know what. Uh, what that's the reason. Some I don't bullshit. Know. I don't see, know. See, that's the thing that I always say. Thank you for saying it. Thank you. I knew we we're going to get to it eventually. Eventually, we we're going to get to the colorism argument. And see, the problem is, man. When you women walk around with this inflated estimation of yourself, mm -hmm. life tells you where lane you're in, whether you want to admit to it or not. So are you saying if you were, if you were, are you if saying you were colorism 10, doesn't, doesn't? No, no, I'm not. I'm not going down the. I'm not, first off, I'm not going down the colorism path because I'm saying if you were a dime, mm -hmm. you'd be gone by now because dimes get taken like that. Possibly, or treasures. Treasure uh -huh. is hidden. Okay. Treasure is hidden. Again, again, this is this is this is what goes on. She's going to steal and going to die on this hill because it's about my ego. I'm not, and I've listened to many black women parrot this stuff, especially after that average at best video. I've heard women tell women, "You should never say this. You should never say that." And you know what? The only people y'all are hurting is yourself. That's. I mean, honestly, I asked you just to see to to move the conversation, but you've decided to make it about, I'm up here. And it's because of what I think of myself. Okay. But what you think of yourself and what the world sees are two different things. I am very sorry to inform you and other women. There are women that are prettier than you. Okay. And if you say you're a 10, that means you are up there with the prettiest of the pretty. Mm-hmm. And then you should have the results to show it. Possibly. Not possibly. You should have the results to show it. It's, it's exceptional. And, and here's the thing. This is one thing that I would say is so wrong with so many black women. They are they will not they will not relent. They will they will shame, insults, guilt, and the need to be right. They will do this until they die. It's like locking on it's it, it's just they, the ego. This is the masculine ego of many women today. They cannot. So you will this be is satisfied a psychological if I block. This is two. a psychological block with a lot of these. Like I, I just, I just can't. I just can't. I can't say anything less. Even though you know damn well that this over here. See, I know that there are men that are more attractive than me. I know men that I'm more attractive than. But I would never ever think to call myself a ten because I know I'm not a ten. Anybody, I knew at my, be I knew at my best I was never a 10. I knew that. But see, men get an accurate estimation of ourselves. That's why so many of you ladies are got triggered. That's why that video went viral. Average at best, die alone. Because so many women think that you should get something higher than you are. And then when asked, even the woman in that video said, I would have gave myself so-and-so. Okay, you can all say what you want. But the world reflects back what it is. We attract what we are. And if you've never dated tens, guys at that high level, 
If you if they're not knocking down your door, you on Instagram, right? If they're not trying to marry you, wife you, that's not where you are. You can call it whatever you want to. You can have 10 energy all day long, but that's not it. Okay, Kevin. Okay. I'm not saying this to hurt you. I'm just saying I'm, not, I'm just saying I'm just trying okay. I just don't I just don't understand why so many women You can't hurt me. Oh, well, I'm not trying to, and I'm, yeah. there's it's nothing, there's nothing to gain from it. What I'm doing is I'm showing that this is, this is why I say therapy is so necessary because this is beyond delusion. Everybody's not a 10. Every woman does not get a high value man. Every woman doesn't deserve a high value man. Your mama got average and mama built a life. You women who think you're 10s, think you deserve a high value man are dying alone. Because you have no relationship skills. Paul said, "Spare me the problems of married people." So if that's what, yeah. if that's what, it, if that's yeah. what, uh, see, then they want to go to the Bible. Then they want to go to the Bible. So to all you women that were running around telling women to say, you never rank. When somebody tells you, asks you to rank yourself, you always say you're a 10, face 10, this 10. Y'all, you ladies are part of the problem. It's not hard to fool me. Because I'm addicted to the good life. Welcome back, Notification Squad. What's up, family? What's up, CIA members? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I. If you been, if you're a member of the Notification Squad, when you come on, when you get, come in, give me a big thumbs up on like this video. <laughs> also, do me a favor. I'm gonna start making a pe few people moderator, especially when I do live streams like this, fellas. I'm gonna ask you that you watch the chat room for trolls. Um, because I'm driving and I wanted to make a response video. I want to get out more content and sitting there making a video about each different subject takes too much time but if y'all can if y'all are good to roll with it like this this uncut and raw I'm good to make response videos and much more content this way uh, I only know that by the amount of people who like the video share the video comment on the video uh, also another favor Last night's topic was kind of fire. And it goes directly into today's topic. Why men simp? Why? I'm going to talk about why I simped. I'm going to tell you exactly why men simp. And it goes into a point I'm about to make. You know, as soon as a man starts to speak his truth or be a man, society just wants to shut that stuff down. I want to shut it down. We can't have that because... Men doing their thing, it, it, when a man has his mindset to do his thing, that man can't be controlled. So we got to shut that man down, separate him, isolate him, and keep him in line so we can keep the wheels of society on and get world production. That's really what it comes down to. So uh, I, a, a super chat, somebody super chatted the question. This is a video for Sean G. He basically asked, Kev, can you go ahead and explain why guys continually simp for women and the dangers of simping? Okay, 
For people who don't know what simping is, it basically means being a fool for a woman, being a fool for a woman, uh, and putting her needs above yours to the detriment of yourself. Why guys do it? We do it because it's safe. We do it for a lot of reasons, but if you were born after 1970, you were raised in a world like I was, where equal rights amendment, women were independent, all these other things, and a lot of people were raised by single parent households and women. We were taught to be nice guys, be respectful of one, open the door, all those things. You know, guys before knew how to do that stuff. They didn't have to be taught. They just learned it from their fathers and the family and the society and culture. Well, women taught their sons how to be men. So obviously you got a generation of softer men and conversely a generation of harder women. Well, when you leave your mama's house and go to school, that's the first time a lot of guys were around boys. Then our boy tendencies started to pop up and manifest themselves. You know, so especially if you were like me, an only child, it was just me and my mom and around her sisters. Oh my God, it's a wonder I didn't turn out to be gay. And so I've heard a lot of people say that. But I don't, you know, that's a subject for a whole nother time. And you know, look, I'm a con I'm conservative on some things. I'm liberal on some things. But I really, really do believe in men should be able to be men. And when we're out, and when you're in high school, you have your friends. When you go to college, that's the first time a lot of guys get a chance to really be themselves. You, you join fraternities, you go party, no parents around, nobody to supervise. Guess when a lot of people had their most success in relationships with women. Why? Because you're among, you're around other guys. You're out in a group. When men are broke, we're, 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 we pile around. We, we have clubs and stuff. But look what happens after college. We all get domesticated. We leave college. We go to work in a company. Automatically, you're not around groups of men anymore. Even your fraternity brothers. Even your boys. You move to a city. You go work in a company has a culture that is very much like our society. Then you get involved in a relationship. All of a sudden, you got a bunch of men walking around like neutered zombies. We remember like caged lions. That's a better thing. If you look back and see, look in the zoo. There's nothing worse than to see a lion that's in a cage and they feed it. If that lion was born in captivity, that's one thing. But a lion that roamed on the prairie that's a, on the Serengeti, that's a whole nother thing. Guys, we all have that lion in us. But we have all been programmed and taught that being a nice guy is the way to be. That's why we end up simping. Simping is a symptom of programming. So when I was telling the stories yesterday about how I would go from, you know, doing what a guy should do to being this nice guy and end up getting abused and mistreated by women, that was an internal conflict going on in me of me trying to basically uh, fight against my programming. Another thing, though, is even, how, even after a guy knows better, we go back to simping because it's safe. We know how to simp. That's it. We just know how. It's no different than why, why, don't, why don't people go work out at the gym? Why don't people eat better? Why don't people, you know, dress better? Why? Don't, I mean, what? it's not a matter of knowledge. 
arguably we're some of the most we're, we're the most knowledgeable society that's ever existed. We have access to information like no like no time before in human history. It's not a matter of information. It's a matter of if I change, I'll have to do something that I'm not familiar with. And I'm familiar with being a simp. I'm familiar with being a nice guy. I'm familiar with doing the things that people want me to do to be acceptable. And I know what I get. Now, here's a twist. We get comfortable with it. It's kind of like, I mean, think about all those sayings we have in our world. You know, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Be content. Keep the car you have and, you know, you know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. All of these things are little sub subliminal cues to keep us stuck and content. So as a man, when you hear another man telling you, look, women like sex, women like men, women like confident, intelligent, assertive men, and they want men to act in a certain way that's counter to what we've been told, it goes against everything we know and it goes against us being safe. That's why you get guys saying, I'm not going to do that because I'm afraid a woman will slap me in the face. I'm afraid she'll throw a drink in my face. Look at YouTube. YouTube is a great example. I am a professional menswear stylist, but I have a tremendous amount of information to give to guys. I have to think about the content I put out there because I can put some stuff out there that YouTube doesn't deem appropriate or friendly. I don't cuss a lot. I don't use a bunch of negative words, but even the concepts I'm talking about, they don't want me talking about this right now. Guys that talk about this kind of stuff end up having their channels demonetized, their views skewed off, their channels just aren't as popular. Why is that? Now, women who talk about women's stuff and women's empowerment, you know, those channels get millions of views and subscribers, but guys that have the nerve to talk about, guy, put yourself first, empower yourself, be a man, take take charge of your own life, be confident, intelligent, assertive, be learning, I mean, all that stuff, you would think that would be a good thing. No, 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 no. It's, a, it's challenging to the system. The system we were raised. I was raised in that simp system. So, I, I could go on and on and on and tell you story after story after story. But let me just say this. Because we are guys, let's just throw some numbers up here. Not to brag about anything. But in, by the time a guy reaches his mid-30s is when he really starts to understand what it means to be a man. By the time you reach 40, you really become a completely different person. You become a whole man. You know how to get stuff done. You know who you are. You're self-actualized. So in your teens and 20s, we're, a lot of guys, we're about getting laid and making money. And it's easier to get laid to make money, so we keep score by stuff. You know, I went through that phase to where, you know, we had competitions to see who could score the most with women. And, you know, when you start getting up, when you start having numbers in the triple digits, you know, on one side, I was taught to be proud of that. But on another side, I felt kind of ashamed. I was like, oh, that's disgusting. But then I thought about it. I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's nothing to be ashamed of. I just live life. No one told me to be ashamed of it. It was my the way I was raised and programmed by the world. You got to be a nice guy. You got to do the right thing. You got to put everybody's needs ahead of your own. 
every single relationship I've had, and I haven't had a lot. I've had a lot of. I've had a lot of women. Trust me, I've had a lot of women. I got some stories that I simply will not tell on YouTube. Uh, I've lived a broad life. I've done some. Yeah, I don't have a bucket list. Let's just put it that way. You know, I'm doing that, that homo stuff though. You know, if that's what you do, that's what you do. But I don't do that. But the thing is, as you start to realize, when you hear the first time you hear a woman say, "I normally don't do this kind of thing," but you know, the first time I heard that, I was like, "Oh, okay." But after you heard, after I heard the tenth woman say, "I normally don't do this," I'm like, "Man, what's the only common denominator? Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, other, old, young, rich, poor, American, European, Asian, African. It doesn't matter. The only common denominator was all these women was were lying. I normally don't do stuff like that. That is just a a, a conscious clearing." A saying so she can go ahead and get it in. The women that actually are the best, in my opinion, are the ones that are straight up and know what they want. But they're frowned upon. Guys, the world doesn't want us to be straight up because it is not the world frowns upon masculinity. The point of it is ultimately simping, putting women ahead of your needs, putting anybody ahead of your needs is a bad way for any person to live. Every relationship I had where I actually suspended good, simple thought and I decided to go ahead and put a woman on a pedestal, treat her like a princess, all these other things, you know what ended up happening? Every, I was happy for about a month because she told me all the things I wanted to hear. You're like no other guy I've ever had before. You're so different. You're so this. You're so that. Then after that, after the new car smell wore off, that woman began to resent me. She had contempt for me. No respect for me. Because when a woman knows that you will take whatever she does and let her get away with it, she had no respect for you. Simple as that. You out there being a sucker? So, and we're and we're told be upfront, open, honest with women. Tell her your feelings. No, I'm telling you, hold stuff back from women. Don't tell them everything. Do not tell a woman that you know what. I, I, whatever you do, I love your dirty drawers, and you could do whatever, and I'll take you back. No, 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 no. Firsthand experience that doesn't work. When you when you check a woman, when you let them know that. You are the catch, not them. You put you put them on your schedule. You make them jump through hoops to get to you. They are mentally engaged and enjoy that kind of stuff. Like I used, like I told you, said the other day, guy was like, "Well, you can't walk by and smack a woman on her butt today because the game is so messed up." This way, I'm like, "When's the last time you tried it? When's the last time you walked up to a woman in a bar or any place?" I'll give you an example. Monday, I was in Starbucks. You see me in Starbucks often. Drop dead, gorgeous woman standing in front of me. She's got headphones on. I don't know this woman from a can of paint. She's ordering her stuff. And I say, and I, I hold my cup up. I was like, I'll have the normal. And beauty here is going to pay for it. Right? That woman looked at me. She's like, excuse me. I was like, oh, I told you, I told him it was on you because you got your Starbucks. I mean, you're beautiful. You know that. Oh yeah, I got it. 
a part of me said, oh, don't let her pay. Don't let her pay. Don't let her pay. What? Yes. Now, see, the 20-something-year-old version of me would have took her outside or would have, yeah, would've, that would have went somewhere. But the 40-year-old in me that has gone through the simp, pimp, simp stage, you got to get that simp up out of you. And here's one of the easiest ways to do it. We got to start hanging around more men. Men by themselves, we are, we are, we're like snipers pick off people alone. Look, that woman wanted to pay for my drink. I mean, and here's the thing. I ordered my drink. I, I ordered my, my pastries. Her drink was like four bucks. With my total, it came up to $14. And I saw the guy ring it up and, and the lady had stepped off to the side. She was going to pay for my stuff and I'd have a problem with it. And part of me was like, oh, don't let her do it. Don't let her do it. That's not a good man. But I was like, okay, hold on. Don't do it. Let's just see what happens. Just see what happens. She said, oh, enjoy that. Oh, by the way, introduced herself, asked me, uh, was about to give me her card. I was like, uh-uh, here's my number. I gave her my number. I resisted. She called me two hours later. The rest of that story on another stream. The point is this, guys. Women like assertive men. I did not know that woman. I didn't need her to pay for that. I was just shit testing her. <laughs> I was just seeing what was going to happen because I was in a happy mood. But that reminded me of things that I already know. And why have you guys never heard this side of me? Because as a businessman, as a brand, I have to balance, you know, telling guys to be the best version of themselves. But by me telling you these truths, I have to also consider, man, that may be frowned upon by the powers that be. You know, because look, to think we live in a world where there are no rules and you can go around and say what you want and just keep it real, keeping it real can keep you broke. But that even reinforces the message. The fact that I can't tell you as a man things that I know that are successful. I didn't I didn't take advantage of anybody. I didn't do anything. That woman was attracted to me. She looked at me in a certain way. I knew that there was something going on. So let me round this back to the to the to the point I want to end on. Men, we need if you're a man living in the city right now and you're having trouble with women, first off you need to stop listening to women. You stop you need to stop listening to married men and men in relationships. Don't listen to them. You need to listen to the single guys. <laughs> married men as a married my my focus as a married man or a man in a relationship, it was completely different than my focus as a single guy thought completely differently. My motivations are completely different. You need Men need to start hanging around with more men. If you go out, go out with two or three guys. Learn how to work together. Back to the college stories. The reason why we would go out in college parties, on college campus parties, and everybody would walk away successful scoring that night is because we all know how to, we all knew the rules. It's like Top Gun. We knew how to play the wingman. Sometimes you had to go talk to the the fat ugly chick so your boy could get laid that's what you had to do but it was all successful because you see four women if there's a group of seven guys every guy is going to score you've seen this thing being enforced in Top Gun A Beautiful Mind this is not new knowledge but as men after we leave college 
and go work our careers, live in the city. We don't have male relationships, so we end up going out by ourselves. Yeah, you can look good, smell great and everything else, but unless you are an extremely confident, intelligent, and assertive man, you will lack, you will probably, no, you'll lack the real world experience or the real world information to go out there and challenge your beliefs and try these things on your own. That's why a lot of people work with pickup artists because the pickup artist can actually take them out into the world and show them how it works. I have a, I don't publicize this, but I have a segment of my business where I do this. You'll see that I write online uh, dating profiles, but I take guys and work with them one-on-one -on -one and show them real world how to interact with women because we have to relearn stuff. We have to unlearn what we've been taught, first of all, period, point blank, in the sentence. If you're born after 1970, you have to unlearn what you've been taught, and especially if you're raised in the United States. If you're raised in the black community in particular, and if you have a single parent household, a black woman raising you, yeah, you've been taught this. I am woman, hear me roar, strong, independent, blah, 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 all that crap's in our head. Women don't like that. Now, why can a man walk around with a man bag, smelling good, looking good, and the women who love men know I'm a man, the gay guys know I'm not gay, you know, because that's a, that's a hold up a lot of times, I mean, I want, I dress, you know, that's a, a lot of reason guys dress the way they do now, it's like a, a show of manhood, if I can be sloppy, sagging, all this other kind of stuff, I can overtly show my masculinity, no, dude. No, 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 no. Because if your mindset is still feminized, simpish, you're going to still end up simping behind a big booty apple bottom. You, you can be a simp and a sag all at the same time. You can be simping in a fitted or a snapback. You can be simping in Timberlands. You can be simping in, a, in an Armani suit. Simp is a point, of, is a, is a mindset. I can walk around just like this in my my man bag. The guys will sit, but some guys be like, I dig that. Oh, some guys be like, man, no homo, that's gay. You know what? I've told you this before. All the times I hear guys saying that kind of stuff, I laugh at them because I be smashing that girl. Bottom line, I know me. I'm confident in me. I know what I am. I'm assertive and I go for what I want. Guys, you have to learn to go for what you want too. This was me not in. I wanted to make this quick video because I didn't get a chance to answer Sean's question in chat. And he did super chat yesterday. I'm not going to answer any questions right now. I'm going to go ahead and do a live stream tonight at 8, following up on this topics. But here's the thing if you have, if you doubt what I'm saying, if, if you come to chat, come to live stream tonight, if you are having trouble with women, come to live stream tonight because. Guys who are confident do better. But there's a difference between confident and egotistical. Egotistical guys are like Donald Trump. Donald Trump, is he's a perfect example of alpha male behavior, but it's egotistical. You have to be, when you, you can know you're egotistical when you can't listen to good information and make a change. See, guys who are confident can listen to good information take in good information and make a change because they'll know it'll get a better outcome. Egotistical guys, it's my way or the highway. Tune in tonight at 8 for more of this. Now, here's the thing.
If you like this kind of content, you, I need you to guys to show it by liking, come to a live stream, invite more people. Because for me, I'm going to just put it really, really out there. As a personal, a menswear personal stylist, fashion and fragrance, that's a nice, happy topic. Life topics, especially with the state of online and YouTube right now, I'm even taking a risk by telling you the truth. And I haven't even broken any... Have I said anything that's disgusting, inappropriate, that couldn't get on national TV? But you want a, a sure way to get shut down uh, on some social media platforms is say the truth, be real. That's a sure sign for, for getting targeted. But I'm going to rely on you guys to tell me if you want to see more of this kind of information. If you don't, I won't talk about it anymore. All right. If you want to, if you want to hear more show up to live stream at eight bring some other people share this out to people who you think can use the information thank you guys so much till next time talk to you later you know what i'm saying and i stand on it too you feel me i want y'all motherfucker to leave a comment tell me how y'all feel but honestly you're not gonna find no good man in atlanta if you don't get give a good man a chance put down your goddamn high standards about what kind of guys you looking for if you wanna you want a rich nigga you gonna get a rich nigga but baby you just an option to him try to give a regular nigga that go to to work a chance you feel me get people a chance like try to get to know people like you know what i'm saying don't don't try to overlook a person because what the fuck they got going on that'd be the best person god sent your way but guess what just because he look all dirty and shit, you just didn't give your blessing a chance to come. So I want y'all to sleep on that. Understand that to find a good man in Atlanta, you got to give a good man a chance before you can find a good man. Stop falling for these cowboy-ass Instagram niggas. These niggas popping Percocet, doing all these drugs. How can that nigga even fuck you? Niggas that do drugs can't fuck. Because I fuck a lot of these niggas bitches out here do drugs. And they bitches tell me, nigga, you're not going to outlast me. Baby, I don't do drugs. I don't pop Percocet. I don't do coke. I don't do none of that. I'm all natural. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming with a quarter pounder, baby. Like, I'm coming to yam your shit. I'm not trying to... <sighs> I got to take a break real quick. Nah, baby. I don't fuck on drugs. <laughs> I don't. I don't no. It don't work like that. So I want y'all to sleep on it. See what y'all could come on with. You know what I'm saying? Open your open your heart. You know what I mean? Just open that shit and everything be everything will be thuggish, you know? Every everything will be one hundred. It is what it is, man. YouTube, leave a comment, leave a message, man. Let's get this shit, man. Let's talk about this. Real player shit. Hey, what's up, YouTube, man? Welcome back. It's your boy, Phoenix. This flock with me, episode three. And you'll never guess what we talking about today. Stay tuned. There y'all go. What up, man? All right, look, look, look. So today, we're going to be talking about the women of Atlanta. The women of Atlanta. From their minds, to their shape, from their spiritual beliefs, to their hustle, you know what I'm saying? But first, let me dive right into it, Okay. Now, um, the Atlanta girl, you know what I'm saying? It really don't exist out here because it's like 
for one, all these girls is trying to look like each other. They all trying to look exactly the same, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then aside from that, you know, uh, a lot of these Atlanta girls all ain't from Atlanta, man. They from Houston, they be from up north, they be from the west coast, you know what I'm saying? So like, you getting a little, you still getting a little bit of a lot of everybody, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it is crazy because they, I mean, a lot of the, the bad shit, they, they are in the industry, 